everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 4, Episode 2, titled The Gang Tries to Serve a Subpoena. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. Today I'm joined by Tia Kemp. Hello. Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Molly Scullion. Hello. And Keen Cobb. Hello. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Uh, before we get into our first impressions of Season 4, Episode 2, just want to mention that if you missed those shows that we did in Philly for Crossroads Comedy Theater, you're in luck because we've got more coming up July 16th through the 18th. More details on those at xroadscomedy.com. Tickets will be going on sale this week. All right. First impressions, Season 4, Episode 2, The Gang Tries to Serve a Subpoena, Jack. Uh, I think as a true season premiere, uh, as far as like setting up what to see uh, this season. I, I think it's a, an exciting episode. Uh, I, I think I'm more interested in what it promises than what it delivers. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think that if nothing else, this is uh, Michael Boatman's best episode yet. And I love that after having the man on deck for over a decade at this point, that they were like, you know what? It's Julie's time to shine, baby. <laughs> yeah. Tia. Um, yeah, I really liked this episode, um, but it was also really frustrating. Um, I, I hated the whole, I mean, I know there's like some, you know, this underbelly and inner workings, you know, of evil <laughs> and, uh, stuff, but man, just to watch it play out, um, with Julius, you know, kind of, I'm excited, I'm a judge and just seeing what it kind of turned him into kind of being, in you know this machine um and very excited to see john larroquette <laughs> i was gonna say quet <laughs> john larroquette uh a fun fact keen did an awesome remix of night court <laughs> so yeah <laughs> da -da -da -da. <laughs> so um yeah. <laughs> and then also, I, I have to say, I was, even though I, I didn't like his role, uh, love seeing Michael J. Fox again, Lewis yeah. Canning. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so much more to say, but I'll save it for the episode. Sure. Uh, I told Mike this when I first uh, logged on, and I never thought this would come out of my mouth, but I want to punch Michael J. Fox in the fucking face. <laughs> I really do. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's right. Like, Aww. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about this character. I don't want to do any research. The way he carried himself, <laughs> the way he tried to try to cut Diane out at every path, closing the window because of your condition. Shut your. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this episode for it. I, I consider this episode the top three of a baseball or, or top two hitters in a baseball lineup it set the table it got you ready for what's coming up it was like all right this person that person this person that person um seeing uh john larry was kind of cool uh and a very cool full circle the fact that he was a lawyer and now he's a lawyer again um he looks like a very he looks like the kind of guy that would do that buy an entire firm and just let his dog run a fucking muck like he, he looks like that kind of mm -hmm. guy um i really enjoyed uh i really enjoyed um Adrian in this, a lot of great, great cussing moments. Get the <laughs> fucking dogs out of my office. A lot of, a lot of that. Uh, quit pissing on my, yeah, all that. Um, 
I got thrown off when he called Liz Elizabeth. I'm like, oh yeah, that is her name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, Luca's partner or Luca's uh, oh, David. co-worker. Yeah, David. I'm assuming, <laughs> mm-hmm. besides him looking like an overcooked potato, I'm assuming <laughs> that he That's had big. a part in the good verse before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he threw a nice curveball at the end, that which I appreciate. It was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I liked it. Not one of my favorites, but I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Really quick, based off of what Keen said. So Keen Lewis, that's actually. Lewis pretty tame Lewis Canning Michael J. Fox's character like, yeah that oh, was actually yeah. one of his nicest like him that was yeah. him being like an easy that, easy that going should prove, that should prove how much <laughs> of an empath I am to get that little that little oh, nugget, it's bad. fuck Nugent uh to get that little bit of nugget and hate the guy <laughs> just from looking at him so I'm uh, I apparently I'm a good reader of people so I think with with this being your first introduction to Lewis Canning that makes sense. But mm-hmm. if you go back, when you go back and watch The Good Verse or The, the Good Wife, uh, I think that you will warm up to it. Look at his face. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very staunch in my beliefs, Mike. You know this about me. Uh, so I'll, I'll agree and nod to it now, knowing I probably won't. So, <laughs> All right, we'll see. We shall see on the pod. Molly. Um, yeah, a lot of what people have already said, a really nice setup episode. It made me really sad when I realized that the, um, firm had been bought, um, Mm -hmm. for sure. I was like, oh, this is, this is different. Um, but a lot of interesting stuff to come with that. And I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. I, I, the Bianca character who Luca is now working with is, billionaire right i'm 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 super interested by and yes the introduction finally of memo 618 so i think there's a lot of a a lot of stuff on the table to pull from yeah baby so makes me excited all right well let's start with that buyout that acquisition Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts can i change one of my locks to adrian kicks a dog (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's what we would call a side lock and that's more okay. for fun that won't but if you if you if that happens it's not going to get you down the cabo gotcha okay mm. and I, I love i love dogs uh i have one <laughs> uh but but yeah no uh yeah that was the disrespect oh man mm-hmm. that is it's kind of that feeling you have like when you're at somebody else's house and you see like some of their habits or certain things they do that you're like, Ooh, I would never do this in my house. <laughs> so yeah, just having the dogs run around and mm-hmm. pee on the yeah. door. And oh man, I think that's really bad. Walking behind them, cleaning everything like, no, take them outside. Yeah. yeah. Professional mm-hmm. law office people. Uh, I think some- be. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was something that uh, I like this episode uh, one of my favorite tropes in television is when we get to see people who are like i'm wealthy meet people who are like capital w wealthy uh and i think we're setting that up in a few ways uh this episode actually like all all three of the plot lines kind of touch on this Mm -hmm. uh because we got uh reddick boseman lockhart having to interact with uh john larry cat 
uh, and his uh, multiple, we, we haven't met him yet, but his multiple uh, compatriots from the television series Hannibal, <laughs> who are going to show up. Uh, we got that with Julius meeting that, oh, we'll get into that fucking guy. Uh, and we got it with, yeah, Lucas' new friend. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think with in the realm of the law firm, I think it is an interesting continuation of this theme and this fear that, you know, long liver, I haven't seen her in a long time. Barbara Kolstad was worried about in season yeah. one that the firm was losing its identity. Mm-hmm. And look where they are now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There was one line, I can't remember who said it. It might have been Bianca. Uh, I didn't know this firm had any black lawyers. Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just straight up gentrification. <laughs> yeah. It's like a long time ago. <laughs> it used to be everywhere. It's like, where did they, where did they go? Um, yeah. And I have, I was very impressed to see a sister with a jet. Oh man. I would love to just fly <laughs> to the Caribbean. Oh man. That was, I, and also just something I have not seen as of late. Yeah. <laughs> so I was so happy. And I just also just loved how uncomfortable uh, David was in that situation. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, which of course I got to mention, uh, Tia's background for those playing at home is David Lee on the jet, not feeling so good. Mm-hmm. I do like that he said, well, I'm just used to bigger planes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I think also the absolute perfect way to bring David Lee back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. uh, who love love Zach Grenier, uh, the actor, love the character, yeah. uh, a friend of the Kings, because he was also in their uh, short-lived series Brain Dead in a much more kind and loving role. Uh, but just him being bringing back my favorite slimy little law goblin, uh, I love it. I love it. Love that he's back. Um, really quick, going back to the firm being bought. So for a very, very brief moment when the episode started, I actually thought it was going to be a dog episode. Like I thought Adrian and Diane, I thought they were making them into dogs because there was like this huge dog running around the firm and it like sat, I think in like Adrian's office. And I was like, are they making them like are we gonna have some fun with this so Tia, Tia, why did you say i thought they were doing a dog episode like that's a thing that shows do <laughs> tv trucks. i don't know <laughs> i thought they were all gonna be well you know how sometimes they'll do like claymation or it'll be animated or whatever yeah I was like oh they're gonna like adrian they're doing dogs dog. they're doing dogs they're gonna play dogs that's what I thought for like really because all you could see you didn't even see any humans it was just dogs right. and I was trying to figure out like oh that's Adrian I think that's <laughs> Diane <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying it's look. a I'm not saying it's a bad idea no I hope I just Diane... I want to know what the precedence was because I wanted to see those TV <laughs> shows that did dog episodes sorry uh, Molly and we I, I can I I'm sorry um two things oh, I'm sorry because I feel like my connection is really fucked up all of a sudden for some reason today. Um, but I just want to say two quick things. One, can I put in a side lock that um, Luca's hair will be slightly different every episode? Um, <laughs> two, can I put together a perfect um, Reddick Bozeman uh, Lockhart if they were dogs? dogs. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, so I, think I can match it up. I think I, I think I can match it up can. perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Molly? <laughs> 
Um, no, I was just going to say, I just hope Diane is played by her pilot dog in The Good Wife, Justice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only other dog we've seen at the law firm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. at mm-hmm. any, any of the law firms. Um, yeah, so, so she doesn't have much of a foot to stand on. Yeah, right? About the dogs. <laughs> yeah, that dog that she sent away to a farm after the first episode. <laughs> her, that, I mean, dog and, that dog and Gillian Jacobs, they're somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but they were gone after that pilot. They were both in community. <laughs> also got community. A <laughs> uh, couple quick things within this acquisition that, that popped up a couple times. Uh, I guess just some back background is they lost Chum Hum, so they had to do this uh, to, to keep going. Uh, and it's a division of STR Lari, which is one of the seventh largest firms in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the partners got a huge payday. The named partners got a huge payday. Mm-hmm. The equity partners, not so much just yet. So that's something yeah. that they kind of... And that one up, guy... That one partner who's not a named partner, but I feel Barry. like his, is that oh, yeah. his name? I think mm-hmm. Barry, yeah. Who, who, who I think is just the role of the annoyed partner, <laughs> the not named partner. Like I feel like every episode, this poor guy just has to be like super snarky to one yeah. of the named yeah. partners. That's like they were welcoming uh, Diane back and he just like busted into being. Yeah. 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 Cut her right off. Yeah. Ugh. Name partners, dude. All right. Which, like, yes, yes, she went vacationing. She also got swatted. She got swatted. Yeah, I I was surprised that they didn't mention that because I was like, wait, what vacation? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I was like the vacation into her her dream state. So I didn't. (laughs) I thought there were. I thought it was going to be more like, oh my gosh, like thank God you're okay, and more of that energy Mm -hmm. after the first episode. So that threw me off a little bit. Instead, Barry was like, I wish your husband had died. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say that, but he said it, you know? Uh, All right, then let's move on to, uh, we have come to it at last. I've been watching the good, we've been watching the good fight for um, six months at this point, uh, but more so the last month. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And when you see every time on Paramount Plus, it says Memo 618, Memo 618. And I even said in the previous podcast, what the f- that's all I want to know. What the fuck is Memo yeah. 618? We have finally reached the point that at least the question is mm-hmm. asked. So yeah. Memo 618, some, what are your thoughts? That's, oh, so that's something you got in common with Julius, because you want to know what Memo 618 <laughs> is. Yep. Well, yep. It's, this was kind of disappointing. So Mike and Jack, the way y'all just said it, that's how I've been saying it in my mind. Turn on the episode (laughs) and they say 618. And I was like, excuse me, (laughs) excuse you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was like, oh, all this time. I thought they were going to say memo 618. Now, so now I have to switch my brain to 618, which doesn't flow. No. When you say it like that, I think of, I think it's, what was it? A 2419 something, whatever they call it in Monsters, Inc. When like a child's clothing showed up. They like had a code for it, and I know it because I said it all the time because it was my family's code word for the dog shat in the house. <laughs> we would yell that code instead of having to say those words. <laughs> Twenty three nineteen. Uh, that's it. Memo six one eight. What are your thoughts? You know, it's so funny though because I'm being someone who watched the preview for the 
the trailer for this season and then the season you you all saying 618 sounds jarring to me <laughs> 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 this is like the, the first introduction to it was the trailer where they they said it out loud uh, okay. so that's so funny how our brains are all different wild right guys yeah. yeah do you yeah what is that thing mm. where you look and it's like is it a woman or a vase is it a monkey mm. or a tiger you know what i'm talking about it was like yeah. or yeah, listening okay. to that what is it Brains, <laughs> brainstorm green needle <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> i love it all right so memo 618 uh the gist here is julius did wrong by trying to do right and mm-hmm. that's that's the deal here. And the person that's suffering the most isn't just Julius. It is uh, Takeda, I think is the last name, Takeda's. Um, oh, yeah, Marta. Yeah. Has a, has a mm-hmm. restaurant and Eminent Domain, this company that Nugent um, owns, is trying to bulldoze it and build up something else. So that's what they're going to court, going to court for. And Julius is just doing the right thing. And this guy is just being the absolute fucking worst. Mm-hmm. made me so frustrated watching this entire thing oh that last part where he was like well, aren't you sorry like can you i think you should say it yeah, oh it's just it like take it oh man i was mm-hmm. just woo. I just at that point i'm like you know what <laughs> uber driving ain't so bad julius like stop tripping <laughs> yeah, right? you know the man I, has I, six kids six <laughs> kids that's true. Yeah. that's true but man yeah. i just it's like for yeah and how entitled like this show is that it's like that's like you know considered like you know i i don't become like me i drive mm-hmm. for uber yeah and i was like forty five thousand. i was like that's more than i make so i don't know it's but i also don't work i'm sitting comfortable 45 right yeah mm-hmm. so totally different worlds but I, I love that that is like the bottom the lowest of the low in this world yeah. is is mm-hmm. doing that Oh, Granted, I, I don't know, uh, I don't know uh, Chicago that well, but a Chicago forty-five might be a Philadelphia twenty-seven. Because like, uh, I didn't think about that. I can, I can exist in Philadelphia. I, I, I might not be comfortable, but I can exist pretty well in Philadelphia on twenty-seven thousand dollars a year. I know because I did it for most of my twenties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Chicago's expensive. It'd be oh yeah, Molly, you're yeah. there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent right some now, time there. Yeah, yeah, Mike gets it. The taxes, <laughs> they'll kill you. <laughs> Where's Kurt? I had to leave. Yeah, I had to leave. Oh, um, yes, uh, also Charlotte's playing a role here. Charlotte's back. Yes, oh, wait, hold on. So, <laughs> they're back together, you guys. <laughs> so exciting I, I was waiting made for an up. audio clip or something <laughs> no I'm just I'm like so excited that they made up yeah and he's like you are such make a up. fucking liar <laughs> <laughs> Tia Tia I don't Ooh. I don't want to rain on your parade but uh please get your digital umbrella because uh, uh that's not together huh? Because oh no, that's it's breaking secret. up. It, ain't nobody know about it. That's still, they still each other's side piece. Okay. All right, we got that. Never mind. No, we got you. All right. We got you. No, no, no. You said they're still, they're still together. You can't, be a still side side, you can't be a side piece if you don't have a main course. Then you're just having fries for dinner. Which mm-hmm. I've done many times. Then the side dish <laughs> is just the meal. <laughs> 
Soup's not a meal. Also, um, can we just say how Julius is like the least cool dude in the world? Oh my he's gosh. Like, he's Adrian's jacket. And it zoomed in on the jacket. I, 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 I. <laughs> it did. It zoomed in. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, that could have been anybody's jacket. I love that. Adrian has very unique jackets, yeah. like the little cloth flower situation. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people <laughs> in this world that I care about, and I feel like I really know deeply. If I saw their jacket off of them, I would never know whose it was. Oh, right. Never in a million years. Especially if it's just like a black coat. I could pick a Diane Lockhart <laughs> jacket from anywhere. Ah. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> uh, so, Charlotte helps Julius out. I I gotta know more about Charlotte because yeah. she seems to be so involved in the worst parts of the law. Or at least mm-hmm. the, more knowledgeable of how things work underneath it all. Revisiting the show, I did not realize how like all in on Charlotte I am as a character. But she is so interesting and Mm -hmm. good and i i like having a character who like is in with the good guys connected to the good guys but i just cannot make heads or tails of whether or not i should trust she's the closest thing the goodverse has ever had to like a little finger type character yeah Yeah. i like it tia um regarding the memo oh no i thought you were trying to say something oh like how amazing charlotte is Uh, (laughs) no um i guess regarding the memo and just i don't know i felt so like to to have it be i'm assuming this is his first case and Mm -hmm. to sit up there and to be disrespected and then to have the um the stenographer actually read Mm -hmm. that letter in front of everybody like and it was a little frustrating because I was kind of like, just hold him in contempt. He's like, yeah. get him, go get him where he is. And then I also shout out to the women of color that he had to mm-hmm. go send to actually get the job, <laughs> job done. Um, so that was cool to just have like these guys come back and be like, ooh, then <laughs> Charlotte having to introduce him to, you know, these women who are like, all right, we'll take care of it. Like how, mm-hmm. how, how you want us to handle that. So that was, that was kind of cool. Um, by yeah, the way. He was just having a good golf game. Yeah, yeah, and Herb. by the way, Tucker Nugent is exactly how I thought he would look. Right, <laughs> just that face. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I've seen this guy so many times. Oh man, and I how he would walk the other way, and how he would act based yes. only on the name. Oh, <laughs> hate his guts. They, I think they did that on purpose. I think they did oh, like yeah. Ted, Ted Nugent, and Tucker Carlson. Like, let's if if they had a, a child that was horrible, it would be this guy. Ugh. If. Yeah, of course it would be horrible. <laughs> um, they ended up tearing down that restaurant. I guess yeah. while they were at court. Yep. <sighs> yeah, hate it. Hated it all. Hate this entire storyline. I mean, it's interesting, but, but I think hate that guy. Something that this show is uniquely structured to be able to do that I love that it does is that it shows that that conflict at all levels and the many like effects that it has like if we had just seen it from like the julius perspective Mm -hmm. we would have missed being connected to or caring about 
the consequences that this has on the people who do not have the resources or the very helpful alignment to the white supremacist structure of the law in America to keep those restaurants from getting bulldozed, to keep their livelihoods from being robbed from them because of the whims of some fuckhead named Tucker Nugent. Uh, and and it, all the, go ahead, Tia. Oh, no, go ahead, Mike. I'll get after you. I was just going to say that uh, I know he is not a favorite of Keynes at the moment, but I loved seeing Lewis Canning back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I loved seeing it. Uh, we waited four seasons uh, for him to pop in, and he did. And yeah. brought in his old, his greatest hits, you know, <laughs> coming in. So, yeah, I was I was very much he on board. pop in. I'm about to pop his ass right back out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah. and the thing I love about Lewis Canning is it turns everyone else up a notch. Mm-hmm. Like Diane. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Tia. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, uh, with with Julius uh, at the end, <laughs> when he's like, don't talk to me that way. I'm a judge. <laughs> it's just very like, uh, okay extra uh but yeah just i i want two cherries on my sunday i'm a judge <laughs> like everything that energy i was like damn julius um i don't know i feel so bad for him I just yeah kind of he can't this is not sustainable and it's yeah. interesting because he ends up pulling himself off the case and after that i would just hand in my resignation but mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that he's just like okay Di- like he knows diane's right but there's even this moment where his eyes are kind of getting watery mm-hmm. and it's like, he's just resigned to like, okay, I guess I'm, you know, an evil judge now, or I'm doing the bidding of these forces behind the memo. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wish he would just be like, he, almost, oh, sorry, really quick. Sorry. Almost, no, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, uh, did he forget how he got that spot? I mean, yeah, it was from a favor. Mm-hmm. From a certain individual, <laughs> oh, I'm not get... <laughs> which we didn't it's see heads really or tails of for these first two episodes, nor the little beast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Maya. Oh y'all, is it bad that I kind of miss Don't her? Don't miss her. Oh, you do. I do. I miss her a little bit. I don't like her. I don't like her, but I felt <laughs> like something was missing. You know. Like I, I wanted her to just show up and be like, "Hey guys, what you doing? <laughs> Coming out." Uh, so yeah. Uh, one of the things we did not mention, uh, just for background, is that uh, Larroquette Firth uh, mm-hmm. put Diane in charge of their pro bono department, which is why she mm-hmm. was on this case in the in the first place. Twenty two lawyers, investigator time, partner hours, all that stuff, and they get to Cadis. Um, uh, apparently, she was trying to get a lawyer, and then they were like, "We got no time for you." And then she showed, Diane shows up with Jay and six lawyers um, and they start doing that. And the place gets fucking torn down anyway. Terrible. I, I did like that move of like making her that the, the head of that division. So you get to see more of those kind of stories. Yeah. Not so corporate. Uh, I'm going to call him Sweeney Todd, but Colin Sweeney. Um, those kind of high profile stuff, more like ground-based, home-based kind of uh, kind of stories. Yeah. All right. Any stray thoughts on Memo 618? What, what do you think the significance was of that very long drive? <laughs> I mean, I know it was probably like an intimidation factor, but 
it wasn't even like once that other judge drove Julius all the way out there. He was like, so let me tell you a story. Like yeah. Julius kind of had to put, he was like, you know, uh, what do you say? He said, oh, like, do you know why I'm here? And then the driver acted like he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Julius was the one who had to say, wait, you look familiar. And then he says all this stuff and he's like, all right, now that I told you my story, are you ready to go? So I found that a little bit of like a letdown because I was expecting more. Uh, they could have had that conversation in the car. Yeah. Let me, I, 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 I want to tell you something about myself uh, that an ex of mine taught me. And it's that if, if you want me to do anything, all you need to do is make me feel alone and confused. And I think Julius is the exact same way. They make that man feel alone and they let him be confused. And I think that had more of a destabilizing effect than if like someone went out and like roughed him up. I'm so sorry you were in that very toxic relationship. <laughs> oh, it's good. It was like, that was like 70% a joke. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i was like oh who did that to you i'm just like, yeah no um, still 30 percent pain 30 percent real pain but 70 percent a joke i've had that much distance from it thank you okay. though for the kind okay. words i also think and thank like, you the kings for also saying kind words to this podcast that i can't hear but i know <laughs> you're saying and empathizing with me oh. i i do think that uh, it is so hush hush around memo 618 that i don't think it's like Oh, you get an Uber and, the, and this guy's like, well, let me tell you exactly what's <laughs> going on here. Like, I, I feel like I, I was very over the top for sure, but I think that was also part of it. That's it. Yeah. That yeah. It's like, nobody talks about this. Mm-hmm. Like, you get this very cryptic note and that's the end of it. Like, even Charlotte, who clearly knows what's up more than anybody else that we've met so far, is like mm-hmm. super scared of it, it seems. Yeah. Quick. quick. Quick question. I'm sorry. Uh, the judge that was an Uber driver, he said something like, um, when you get the memo or you get your memo, I'm not sure if he meant that 6.8 is the only memo or if you get like uh, the warning. Because to me, it's saying, mm-hmm. it seemed like he got a different numbered memo depending yeah. on what he did. So I'm not sure if that like, uh, like, like if 6.8 is just a random number that they went with or each memo actually means something like what the number means something. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's what I got from it because what he said was whatever memo they send you, do it. So there's, mm-hmm. yeah. there's seemingly more than more than one. I mean, there's got to be six hundred seventeen others, right? At least, <laughs> at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, one for every occasion, like Hallmark cards. Um, all right, uh, I think that is it for that thread. Uh, let's move on to Luca. And if there's any stray thoughts, then we can throw them in there at the end. Uh, so mm-hmm. Luca was meeting with Firth, and he wants her to work with David Lee. Um, we talked a little bit about this already, but is there any other the thoughts? Uh, Joey's huge. And oh, yeah. different than what I <laughs> thought he'd look like. Yeah, I actually, let me, I have a picture. Oh, you got that as a background too? Just because I was like, <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> Yeah. How cute he is. Cutie. It's a little dimple. I see, I gotta see a little Colin in there. Where is Colin? Anyway. With Washington. Wyatt and <laughs> Yeah, somewhere in DC. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their that's their team. Uh sorry, real quick tangent if I don't break up. Uh 
in Power Rangers, the very first season. <laughs> hear me out. Wait, hear me man. out. I can't hear, hear you. Me can't out. Hear. You're, you're breaking up. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, just like Glee, every season was supposed to be a different team, but mm-hmm. they the people liked them the original team so much. Uh, they realized they weren't getting paid, so they couldn't just like kill off uh the the Power Rangers. So. What they did was they had three of them join a worldwide youth summit, and they just weren't Power Rangers anymore. They just had to pass their powers. So wow. uh, basically what I'm saying is, in this world, Washington, D.C. is the youth summit. If you go to D.C., <laughs> bye-bye. You don't come back. <laughs> yeah. uh, any other thoughts on the Lucas stuff that we didn't mention or you want to go deeper into? Well, yeah, I mean... I don't know, David, <laughs> he, I, I feel like all of this is his fault. Like if he wasn't so busy being racist and insecure and such a snob, he could have just, you know, said, Hey, Luca, this is my plan. And this is what yeah. I'm trying to do. And so mm-hmm. just all that additional stuff, like, yeah, of course, Luca's is going to tell her, uh, Bianca to settle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then afterwards he comes back with the, okay, well this, this, this in the tax year, can you just lost your friend millions of dollars? You know, it's just like, okay you're weird and awful. So of course I'm going to do the opposite of what you say. So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I guess, I guess that's pretty obvious, but, um, yeah, he definitely said a lot of things that were at one point, what did he say? He said something about if you guys keep pushing, there's going to be more backlash or something like that, like referring to black people because Luca Mm -hmm. just wanted to assert Mm -hmm. some power. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like him at all, but I guess, we get him with the whole merge or the acquisition of the firm. He's, which I don't understand how that's connected, but I just went along with it, you know, yeah. with the whole STR lore and then David from the other firm. So do y'all have any insight on that? Oh, I, I assumed that at some point David had hopped over to STR. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he left the firm where he was at with Diane. Yes. Got it. Okay. Moved over to STR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, I do like that he got to drop an f bomb of all the characters in the uh, <laughs> in the Good Wife. Uh, he was always one that that I could see doing it. I am curious to see. I honestly don't remember if we see much of this, uh, just because he's a relatively minor part of the, this show as a whole right now. But over the course of the Good Wife, we did get to see some moments of humanity from David Lee. Um, Either through like very interesting uh, in- looks into his personal life, like that that very humorous moment where he like he shows up in costume because he got called to an emergency from like a theater rehearsal, <laughs> or um, his uh, like moment of uh, you know private reflection and catharsis after what happens with Will Gardner, um, which is the most emotional we ever see him. I am curious if we're going to see any of that. Or if he's just kind of here to play the cartoon version of himself, which would fit in the tone of the good fight. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's just always a little disappointing to see a character who has had a lot of depth given to them uh, sort of return to that sort of flat state yeah. for me. Sure. Any other thoughts? Luca, David Lee, Bianca? Oh, I I really misread the whole thing. I thought Bianca had a crush on um on Luca the whole time, and she just wanted a friend. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and she just really didn't want to do any of the divorce and paperwork. So, yeah. uh, and it seemed my like bad. No, nah, uh, it seemed like there not seemed like there was one app or something or a matchmaking service just for friends mm-hmm. that cost seven hundred eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah, Tinder. Um, yeah, but yeah, she just wants Luca. Her she wants just wants a buddy. Yeah, I was surprised Luca um, kind of had David's back when her and Bianca were staring out into the ocean, St. Mm-hmm. Lucia. And Bianca's like, uh, is he is he dragging this along? And then looks like, David, oh, he would never do that. I was like, yeah. huh, okay, I guess there's like a code, <laughs> uh, you know, for because for me, like sisterhood would trump, you know, <laughs> David, I don't even say lawyers, just David and mm-hmm. his nonsense. I'd be like, yes, girl. <laughs> but she's like, no. And I'm like, that's why all the people at the firm don't want to go out to drinks with you, Luca. <laughs> See what you did? <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised. So my theory, that. my theory on that is that after their conversation with each other and their long walk, that Luca realized that maybe she wanted to extend it a little bit. Aww, maybe it was her that's call. That's really sweet. Hmm. Yes, that's that's that that is my retrospective read of that moment. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's really sweet. I like that take. I'll 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 hold on to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh then let's hit those winners and losers. And if there's any other thoughts, you can bring them up then. Uh let's do the losers first. Molly. Um boy. I'm uh Diane's client. Yeah. What is her name? I know oh, we talked Marta. about Marta. Thank you, Marta. Yeah. What a just just gutted for Marta. Terrible. Tia. I gotta say Julius. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, like I said, just that that scene where his it looked like tears were welling up because he yeah, the whole thing with memo 618, 618. So yeah, Julius is the, the loser. Hopefully he'll find his way out of that situation. He. Uh, the two goons that couldn't get the job done. <laughs> uh, the, the sorry boss. Uh, they said uh, he had a good game going, depending on his uh his handicap there. So uh, we had nothing to do. So we came back. Uh, we're real sorry, boss. Don't fire us. Terrible. Uh, Jack. Uh, I'm gonna say Adrian. Uh, not only is his office getting pissed on by dogs. <laughs> Uh, his his uh, lover is hiding what so seems like some pretty important stuff from him, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's being given uh, the runaround by Johnny Larry upstairs, getting told, uh, you know, who who among us hasn't brought a concern to our superior and told you know we'll have a meeting in a week, <laughs> uh, with the hopes that everyone will have forgotten that this was ever a thing you wanted a week from <laughs> now. Uh, my loser uh, is Tucker Nugent mm-hmm. um, because he's just such a fucking piece of shit and I want him gone <laughs> uh, let's hit those winners Jack uh, winner Lewis Canning uh, he he gets a walk in the park on this one uh, he doesn't he, he puts in a little bit of the razzle dazzle but he doesn't <laughs> have to do too much yeah doesn't even have to do his whole his whole spiel yeah Lewis, easy Lewis win it's just like I know who you are, Mr. Canning. <laughs> I've been opposing counsel plenty of times. Uh, Keen. Um, my winner 
would probably have to be um, <laughs> the team that got it done. Uh, yeah. You want a hard style or soft style? <laughs> I don't know which one that means. <laughs> Say you want hard. Uh, hard, please. Uh, and the, the confidence that they had. The, one, the, the, the gumption to be mm-hmm. sitting in the jury with their feet up. That was one. <laughs> and then two, to be like, all right, we'll be right back. And literally, they came right back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly? Um, you know, once again, rich people. They yeah. Get what they want. Yeah. Tia? I got to give it to the beautiful, the talented. Uh, Adrian would call her sexy Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, she's an ally uh, for, you know, where you know you can't see the light and she's kind of guiding julius kind of mentoring him <laughs> keen's making a face uh she's kind of she helped julius he he didn't know what was going on Help. so she okay. she helped him um yeah or set him up all right and then uh also she's my winner because she's back with adrian and she's also just such a great subject changer as soon as adrian's like hey i can tell you lying she's like uh let me get off get over here on top of you here uh he's like oh and he just totally forgot he didn't even push back yeah so I, she's just a sweetheart i like her i just like her confidence yeah uh charlotte was my winner as well yay uh, twinsies for, for the fact um i'm just gonna build on yours but then i'll give my my backup winner uh because of how she's playing all sides Mm-hmm. Uh, and how much knowledge she seems to have of the shit that the people that a lot of the people just don't uh, from Adrian to Julia. Julia's a fucking federal judge. He doesn't know these these things. Um, Adrian's been around for as long as he has. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, she's, you know, uh, doesn't really seem to be um, too concerned with uh, right or wrong. Um, just trying to get whatever she needs to get out of people and uh, situations. It's quite a way to live. Uh, my winner, though, is the firm. The firm itself, uh, because they survived the chum hum loss. And they got uh, John Larroquette, Night Courts, John Larroquette. Uh, also, the librarians, John Larroquette, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Which was a uh, Boston Legal's John Larroquette, <laughs> Boston, like, yeah, please. Also, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they live to fight another day, and Diane gets to do her thing. So there's they're, they're doing there's some good that's coming out of it, at least within within this episode, even though uh, it doesn't necessarily have good ends to it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Uh, that is episode two, titled The Gang Tries to Serve a Subpoena. All right. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Keen. And thank you all for listening. Bye. <laughs>